Yeah. Like, I'm going to give you the playing field and how you, f- like, do the rest of exactly. it. Exactly. It's up to you. <laughs> like, yes. I don't care what plays you make, but I'm just going to give you the field. <laughs> yes. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back for another episode. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Um, It was a little different this year. Um, It was supposed to be my first married Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, it was. Mm -hmm. But... um, Blaine worked a 16-hour shift. Pause. I'm going to get so. a quick annulment real quick for the just, you know, just, just so that you know. Um, no, he worked, um, which is pretty typical. He honestly works pretty much every Thanksgiving, which I kind of knew. Um, so we skipped his family. And mm-hmm. then we typically do, um, on in my family, we typically do two Thanksgivings. We do a Thanksgiving lunch with one grand set of grandparents and then a Thanksgiving dinner with the other set. Um but we just did lunch this year. My grandpa had um, a surgery, so we didn't go to their house. Um, we actually did go to their house and just, like, sat and talked to them after they ate. Um, but we didn't have, like, everyone over there like we mm-hmm. normally do. So it was a little bit more um, relaxed and low-key, um, which mm-hmm. I definitely did not mind. Um, I still got to eat all of my favorite dishes. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah. How was yours? How was your L.A. Thanksgiving? So in comparison to last year when I had a vegan Thanksgiving? Yeah, um, I will never, RIP, I mean, I will never forget that experience for you. And I will I, never forget I, that like, experience. I like kind of low-key wept for you because that's just a terrible a, moment. It was not a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> that was, and so this year I was, tr- so I basically was trying to figure out like what to do. I had multiple different invites and multiple different invites from friends. I mean, for like, I just was yeah. invited to so many Friendsgivings. Like, you guys just don't even understand. <laughs> but each of them was a situation where I would only know the person who invited me. Ah. I wasn't really going to know a collective amount of other people there. And I didn't want to feel um, anchored to that person the whole night. Because yeah. it was just like, I, after last year's, I was just so hesitant to... Uh, you know, I was worried I was going to have another bad Thanksgiving. And so... And sorry to interrupt, but like, like, I feel like with holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas, if you celebrate those, like, you want to be comfortable and cozy. Even like going to like my in-laws, like it's still, it's different. It's not my typical Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. It's not my comfort. I mean, I love them and I adore them and it's always a good time, but like, it's not your cozy comfort. So like to go Mm -hmm. to somewhere where you literally know one human just doesn't give me that like holiday comfort cozy vibe that I want. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have gone either. I would yeah. have done exactly what you did. And I, I was having a discussion with my friend the other day about this who she is not an only child. She has a brother who does not they neither one of them live in the same state as their parents. And their parents no longer live in their hometown where they grew up. Their parents moved to a different state. And so if they were to go home for Thanksgiving, they weren't going to be going home home. They were just going to go into their parents' house. Mm-hmm. And uh, they recently just got out of a breakup as well. And so they decided to stay in Los Angeles um, for their Thanksgiving. And we have both had gotten sick recently. So, like, we were originally going to hang out. But then um, we decided not to just because I still have, like, uh, she still, like, had was not feeling all, like, too well and, like, wasn't feeling 100%. So we were just, like, going to have, like, separateness from it. But, um, yeah, we were just talking about how, like, you know, it's really interesting how we see people, you know, going to all these, like, on our Instagram stories, all these people going to their extended families and everything. And it's, like, I, for me, I'm not close with my cousins or my extended family at all. Thanksgiving and Christmas for me is literally just me and my parents. Yeah. And um, she felt the same way. She's, she's like, I'm not none of my cousins are close to me in age and we've just never been close at all with my extended family. So it's just like different and it's weird. And so, you know, for me, it's not like I was missing out on a big family reunion like some people do with their holidays. Um, I just don't ever do that. And so I decided, you know, I was going to have kind of the day to myself. I was going to have dinner alone, which is not 
I chose to do that. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to have food that I want, um, yeah. that I enjoy, that's yeah. not vegan. <laughs> and <laughs> afterwards, I had a friend pick me up and we went and did like wine and pie at um, one of his friend's places. And we played like different games and stuff. And then uh, we went and saw a movie afterwards. So honestly, it was a great night. It was a great day for me because I got to do everything that I wanted. And it didn't feel like anything was like pressured and that's another thing too I have such a uh, complicated relationship with food still that I wasn't going to feel comfortable going to somebody else's house where they're doing all the cooking and like I the, I don't mind other people cooking for me and I don't think I don't I don't enjoy that I do I have a terrible poker face when I don't like someone else's food and someone else's cooking, hence why the vegan Thanksgiving was not good for me because I didn't like a single thing there. And I was like, I am going to feel like such a bitch because I don't like any of this. One, if you're going to be vegan, fucking learn how to cook, first of all. Like, that's just my thing. <laughs> True, learn. because I feel like if, a, if, feel like you've, if you're if vegan you're gonna you host know how to cook, it's if you're gonna host Thanksgiving, If you're going to host Thanksgiving, you should know how to cook. Absolutely. Well, like and, like, should, and like people who actually know how to cook vegan food, it's very good. Yes. Like it's, it's deep. Like if you go to a vegan restaurant, it's nine times out of 10, it's going to be delicious. Yeah. But so if you don't know like, how to cook, <laughs> yeah. it's just terrible. So that was the other thing too, is that everybody who invited me to somewhere um, was with people who I don't know them to be good cooks. Yeah. Or to like, I don't know. I was just like, mm. I, I, I was just so burned last year that I was like, I don't want to have a bad Thanksgiving this year. So. Well, and I and I was talking to somebody about this. I can't remember who, but, like, you're used to your own Thanksgiving food. Like, you're used to, like, mm-hmm. how your family does Thanksgiving and how, mm-hmm. you know, I'm used to how my family does Thanksgiving and I'm used to how those foods taste. And so then when you go to another Thanksgiving and they're cooking the same foods but they do it different and it tastes different, it just, like, throws off the whole... I went to someone's like Thanksgiving you know. once who yeah. put onions in their mac and cheese. See? That's what I'm talking about. Like, it's the it's the stuff like that where I'm like, I didn't grow up with onions in my mac and cheese. So, like, I'm not going to – this is not going to vibe for me. Like, yeah. And so I think I think that's the hard part, too, about growing up and, like, you know, ha- like watching your holiday tradi- traditions change is that you're, like, have you have to – especially, like, in my situation, like – I'm not going to be able to go to my family's things all the time. I'm not going to be able to miss his family stuff oh, to go to mine. You're gonna ha- eventually, eventually we're going to have family. our own family and we're going to have to figure out our own traditions. And so that's the hard part of growing up is because you kind of have to let go of the expectation of your holiday going a certain situ- like a certain way. And mm-hmm. I just think that sucks. Like it's just like one of those like growing up things that you have to get over. And so mm-hmm. this year I was like, I'm so excited I get to go eat my Thanksgiving food. <laughs> it just like worked out my favor. Yeah. But because eventually, like one year, you're gonna have probably have to host Thanksgiving. Eventually I'm gonna be hosting and cooking all of it. So like it's just kind of like, you know, really and I, I think I was trying my best to be very present in the moment because like I was like, this may be the last Thanksgiving that I get to do yeah. this, you know, this side of the family or, you know, for a while or we may have to switch and do something different next year. And so um I think that's something I've noticed like growing up in the holidays is like trying to be more present in the moment because like things are changing so rapidly that it's mm-hmm. like I don't know how much more of this I'm going to have again. Mm-hmm. So it was just well, an, in, yeah. it was just interesting, like being married and like thinking like, Oh, I'm so lucky that I got to go to my side. Of, like because I got to go to my, people, yeah. cause I have other family now. So it was just, yeah. it was just eye opening, I guess. Yeah. And I know like for you, you come from such a large family to where like you have, and you still have all of your grandparents like alive. Right. Basically. right. I have both so sets of my grandparents alive. So whereas I don't. Right. So we, we do, we do still go you know, do those separate things. So it, it makes it like, you know, harder when now I have his family to, to like, who are also now my family, um, that I have to pick and choose. And I don't like that because I want to, I want to be a part of everybody. You're a nine. You're a nine. Yeah. I'm like, I want to do it all. (laughs) How do I do it all when everyone eats at the same time? This is Um, why you have a Thanksgiving weekend. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to need somebody to do it on Friday. (laughs) I'm going to need somebody to this is also the benefit to eventually when you're able to host Thanksgiving yourself because then 
both sides can kind of come together. Right, right. And, and I'll have, have the excuse of, don't you want to see your grandkids? There you go. <laughs> don't you want to see the great grandkids? There you go. So, or the dogs. So you know, you, if you just want to come see the grandpups too, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't but think yeah, everybody like can fit in my there. apartment, but no. um, eventually, no. <laughs> eventually we'll have an abode and it'll be wonderful. Because that's so. eventually what I would love to do. We all know yes. I love, I'm Monica Geller. Like, I want, first of all, this this coming year, I need to just watch Friends. Like, I need you to you fucking finally watch the show You do start to finish. Friends. Oh, me? Yes, you. Oh, yes. No, I've started it. I just okay. don't remember where I left off. Okay, you need to watch Friends from okay. start to finish. I okay. am seeing... My mother is the biggest Friends fan out there. Trust I have seen... Trust me. I know. We went to the Friends thing in New York. <laughs> the Friends pop-up. Yes. <laughs> and I was all for it. Like, I didn't yeah. know most of it, but I was like, Central Park, I know that. I do. I, was like, I, do me, be, I do. I know all the friends. Yes, I know all the I mean, friends. I, was, I know all the I trivia. I was hundred percent down to go because I think <laughs> I've seen. You know, I've seen episodes enough. like randomly. Yeah. I've seen enough, but I don't know the start to finish stories. So as much as I love, story. like as much as I love, like The Office and Parks and Rec and all that, like I need to watch Friends. Yes. So I, I feel like you've watched. Okay, all that's the my twenty twenty three goal. We're going to go ahead and get started early. I'm starting all of my yeah. goals early this year, so. Do it, because they actually have really, they're, every season they do a Thanksgiving episode, and Perfect. I watched all of them, yeah, I watched all of them yesterday. Like, Perfect. it's great. I want to do that, and then I want to watch the Gossip Girl Christmas episodes. So. Yeah. I mean, you got 10 seasons of Friends to get through. There's like 20 episodes in each season. That's what I need to do, though, because I need a show when Blaine's gone. Because, like, we like to watch a lot of shows together. So there's, like, some I want to start, but we try to wait. wait. So Friends will be my go-to. There's, like, 26 episodes in each season. There's 10 seasons. Wonderful. This is beautiful. 2,600 episodes. (laughs) Yes. My mom has the entire series on DVD, too. I, I do love that for her. Yeah. Get, get that HBO Max back and there I'm you go. working on it. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> that and a credit card. Those are my other two goals. Okay. That's right. I forget you don't have a credit card. <laughs> Everyone makes fun of me. They're like, how are you almost 30? I'm like, listen, I don't know. Just, I mean, I have a credit card, but it's through my parents' account. So it's you not don't have your mine. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, how are you building credit? I'm like, there are other ways to build credit. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, but here we are. You've heard it first. I'm applying for a credit card. I don't know when. Just let me know. Probably this weekend. <laughs> if you want to discover it, let me know so that we can both get the sign-up bonus for you. Um, oh, my gosh. Try, trying to get that affiliate code working. <laughs> and Okay, but what is your captivation, though? Oh, my captivation this week is a song. Um, I'm sure you've all heard it. It is Something in the Orange by Zach Bryan. I love this song. Oh my gosh. Okay, you need to listen. You need to listen to this song. It's so good. I am like now on a Zach Bryan, like, I want to listen to more of his music. What genre? Um, Because he sounds country. Can't tell you. Oh, he's not country. No idea. Hold on, let me look. A a name like Zach Bryan. It just. Zach Bryan. Let's see what he classifies himself as. Um, Um, I don't know. He might, he doesn't sound country. Like, he has, like, this raspiness to his voice. But um, I would just like to say that his verified artist account, his um, About Me section says, that boy bucks and sucks and hates Ticketmaster. So we do stan Zach Bryan in this household. Um, but, yeah, Something in the Orange, if you haven't listened to it, you need to listen to it. He apparently has an album that I'm going to look at. Um, he he kind of strikes me as, like, that like raspy, yeah, I was gonna say that like raspy alt country, but you would like that song. Okay. Give it a give it a chance. I know you don't love country, but I think you would like that song. Um, so yeah, that's my captivation. I don't really have much else to say about it, but I do like his bio, and that's pretty cool. Um, but what is your captivation? So mine is a movie, and I'm going to also give you another movie because. The first one I have is Glass Onion, a Knives Out sequel. Uh, it is not out yet for the general public, really. It's only in theaters for like a week here in LA, in New York, I believe, um, just for Oscar, for your considerations. And uh, it will be on Netflix on December 23rd. But if you were a fan of the original Knives Out, Knives Out was like a murder mystery kind of film. Um, and it always has an all-star cast. And same with this one. It's a murder mystery you're trying to figure out. And it is such a fun 
an enjoyable ride the entire time. And Ryan Johnson just writes mystery so well. Like you, it's a comedy too on top of that. So you're, it's hysterical. It's very witty. It's very sarcastic, but just the way he ties up a mystery so perfectly, like nothing goes missed. Every little detail, every little item that he mentions in the film pays off in the end. And it's just so satisfying to watch that. And I watched it last night for Thanksgiving and it was just such a enjoyable ride. Like I remember looking over at my friend, I was like, this is so fun. Like, this is so much fun. Yeah. And so we really loved that. But that's all I want to say. I don't want to go into too much other detail of it. But I would also recommend The Menu, which is a really good, dark uh, humor thriller. It's not really comedy at all. But if you are into dark, dark, fucked up shit, like, you will think it's hysterical. Uh, It's very, very dry. Very, very sarcastic. Um, But it is... Stars Anna Taylor Joy um, from the uh, Queen's Gambit mm, and yes. uh, Ralph Fiennes who plays Voldemort. Um, he's also in, like in five thousand other things too. <laughs> but um, it's basically like this: like this group of really rich people get invited to uh, this private restaurant on this by this award-winning like Gordon Ramsay style chef, and. Th- it's all based around this this concept around the menu, and it turns out that there's more. To, it's this whole spectacle thing. Like I don't, I'm trying my best to. You're describe trying to it without, describe it without giving it away. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I can look up the synopsis for it. For that way, I don't spoil anything. Um, okay. A young couple who visits an exclusive destination restaurant on a remote island where the acclaimed chef has prepared a lavish tasting menu along with some shocking surprises. Um, so yeah, it's not cannibalism. Good. Okay. I'm, I cannot like, there's not, cause the entire time I heard it and I was like, Oh, are they going to be the on menu. the menu? Um, no, there's death, but not, but, but not eating of the dead bodies. No, no <laughs> one's eating anybody. That's good. But it is so, it's really entertaining. It's like, it is like a whole meal that I wanted to eat up. Like while I was watching it, like it was very, very, uh, delicious tasty entertaining um there you have it <laughs> that's so funny but, yeah i admit really, really i'm cool. actually watching a movie right now can you believe it i'm like mid movie what do you mean i'm what? well i read the book already i'm watching the hating game <laughs> with lucy hale <laughs> why are you mid movie what does that mean you paused, I paused the mo- it i had to Were go you- eat dinner <laughs> So I'm mid-movie. I'm going to finish it after we get and off of this call. <laughs> it is a thing. It starts like, a movie no, where no, they can't finish no, it. Yes, it's me and my problem with movies. Like, I, I my attention span is so short. Wait, speaking of movies, did you see that the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is coming out next November? No, I did not see that, no. I saw, okay, maybe that's false. I mean, it's a, it's a Broadway. It's, it's a Broadway. Maybe it's so fake news. it might be news. a stage production. Fake news. I don't know. But I saw it on somewhere. So I could be it wrong. Prob- it might be the stage production turned into a film because it is on yeah, Broadway. Yeah, I think it is because it says something about 10 years later. So I don't know something. But yeah. It's we'll originally see. Like, I could, yeah. that could be fake news. I don't know. But I saw I a know. poster. Which I thought was cool. But yeah, I this time of year always makes me want to go to the movie theater. I live so close. Yet I have not gone. <laughs> you never go. Well, I was like, bitch, in what world have you go to the movie theaters around this time of year? I've never seen you at a movie theater this time of year. I used to go a lot, but. I not, go once a week at this point. I know you do. Like, <laughs> you're like, I'm going I to see a A-list. movie. I'm going to see a movie. I'm like, what are you going to see? I didn't even know there were movies out. I'm just. Not. It is award season. There are so many movies out right now. I know. I know. This is the time of year people go to movies because all the Oscar films are coming out right now. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to do better. I promise. I'm mid-movie, okay? Give me. you got to give me a little bit of credit. I can get a D-. minus. I don't care. I just need to get up from an F. It's <laughs> not don't tell any of your film friends that i said that oh i am putting you on blast be like listen to this bitch she paused a movie and was like i'm gonna go finish it later like it's some type of like leftover meal it's a tv show i had to break it up we did you know episode one then we'll do episode two that's not how the movie was written there's a whole plot structure to it 
I just got to the intermission, okay? <laughs> and I stopped it at like a really good part too. And I, it's like it's like I can't even. It's like if I paused. Taylor Swift's album if I was listening to the whole no, thing from no, start to finish. No, no, no. Not even the al- I'm not pausing between songs. I'm pausing mid-anti-hero. And then we have to start gonna, it at the beginning into the I mean to the middle and the end. It's you like don't start pause, it over. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like if I pause it, no one fucking does that. You would finish the song. <laughs> okay. I'm t- I'll try I'll do better. <laughs> it's like I taught you nothing. <laughs> You're like, I cannot be friends with you anymore. I think this is the end. I'm seeing the light at the end. I'm going to oh take you to like a movie premiere once. and You're going like, to make me don't... go watch like 10 movies in a row one day and be I'm like, gonna... watch it. Be like, why have you never brought Hannah to the Oscars? Because she hasn't seen any of them. And like, you come with me, you're going to be quiet. Like, just don't say a word. Just don't embarrass just me. Just don't speak. Just clap when everyone else claps. Do they even clap? I don't understand. Yes! Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> I didn't know if they were supposed to be quiet. You're not watching them there, right? You're just talking about them. It's like the AMAs on the Grammys, correct? It's like any award show. Do you not watch award show? I haven't in a long time. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's okay. like any other award show. You're like, it's the same. They say the name and everyone claps and they go give a spiel, a speech. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a formula. All right. So I just clap. I just look at you. When you start clapping, I'll clap. I'm just going to be a follower that night. Um, and I'm going to pretend I know everyone. It's going to be like no, you, no, it's going to be like in freaking Parent Trap when they have the poster of the families, and they have to learn all the members. I'm, a hire, I'm just going to hire my assistant to do that for you. That's what's going to have shit. to happen. You're like, okay, this, this person's in this, and you're like, I'm not, no. I'm not doing that, no. I'm, my assistant can do that. A I'm crash like, course. I'm Honestly, like, don't I mean, take me. I definitely should not be your first pick. <laughs> you can thank me on stage, but honestly, I'm, I am at the bottom of the list. Honestly, don't take me. Honestly, don't take me. Okay. Unless right, I'm going to meet, heard- like, Taylor Swift. You heard it here first. If I get invited to the Oscars, don't take Hannah. Don't invite Hannah. Watch me be like, wait, I was just kidding. <laughs> you heard it here first. It's fine. You'll probably take your film boyfriend or whomever. I'm taking my mom. Yeah, your mom honestly would be better than me. <laughs> I'm taking my mom. She would first. actually watch them with you. Yes. Well, oh, I mean, personally, Lord. she'd be on her phone half the time, too. <laughs> Lord, we're terrible. Oh, God. Goodness. Can't take y'all, any- can't take y'all anywhere. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so before we get into today's episode, uh, we have had a ton of, like, different holiday episodes that we've done over the past, and we are trying to kind of stick to that a little bit, like, with today's episode. However, uh, if you have, like, any, like, tips and advice, like, that you need for the holidays, getting through the holidays, getting through, like, Thanksgiving, Christmas, any of that, like, with friends and family, with your relationships. We have a ton, like, in our library that you can go check out. We have over 150 episodes ranging different topics from dating to love to self-love to healing spirituality. And even a gift guide that we just did last week as well, too, for you guys to check out. And if you want more details and just kind of see a little bit more of what we've done in the past, you can always follow us on Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod. And while you're there, we also have our own personal Instagrams at Emily Elise and at Hannah Adams Miller. Still get tripped up over that. It's okay. And while you're there, make sure you also hit subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help us out. Leave us a nice review. And we're going to get into a couple ad reads, and then we'll jump into today's episode. So we are talking about a topic I am too fucking familiar with, honestly. Yeah. And it is annoying that I'm familiar with it because I am now a proponent of not supporting it. Uh, and that is setting up your friends and how to handle being set up. The thing I relate to the most is I've never been set up. People know not to set me up. Yeah. I there's asked you no, earlier. There's no eligible bachelors uh, for you. Like, they're single, they're single men. Mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. just not up to your, your standards. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just being honest. Okay, that's fine. You no, know, you've like you've like told me before, like if like you've ran through like your friends, like your any guys that you know, or like any of like Blaine's friends, or any of your friends' friends, and you're like they're all twelve or like 
nerdy not, or like totally not even like anywhere near where they need I to would, be. I don't know how I would handle being set up by my friends because you would think like since some retrospect, I think like being set up by your friends can be good in some ways because at least like your friends like know you and it, you have a better shot of finding somebody that you actually like probably versus like on a dating app or like a random stranger because your friends, like I said, your friends know you, they know like what like your type is and what you usually like and that's why I've set friends up before and... Those have all ended poorly. Um, not to like anything that I did. It was almost like I, it wasn't like I was like, oh, like this friend really needs to meet this friend. I think they make a great couple. It was kind of like I was the mutual person in between the two people and they had like found out about the other and kind of wanted somebody to be the middleman, to be Cupid, to kind of set them up and set up the perfect scenario to where they could meet each other. And in that scenario, I think like you kind of get the, chance to be like okay like do you approve of this in any way like you know do you like because ultimately like I was the person that who was going to get them to interact with each other because like if I didn't give this one person like thought one of my friends in one of my photos was attractive and I didn't put her at or anything in my um Instagram like story or whatever and it was up to me to kind of relate to the information that this person thought that the world was attractive because how else were they going to reach out back in the day like back like in high school or like middle school or whatever when we didn't have social media and like they would met someone met my friend at a party and they were like can I get her number kind of thing so it always was up to me in that way so I kind of liked it because it's like oh I get to like final say approval in a way like if one of these two people could meet up and I would introduce them and then I regretted it immediately mainly because it was probably the guy it was the guy usually who I was annoyed by and I don't really like him as a person at all and now and in hindsight I did but now no I don't uh but yeah it was a very interesting because then it just changes the friend dynamic and in some ways like it's fine I think it's fine like when two friends are able to start dating and sometimes it's like well fucking finally like, right. we've all been kind of waiting for this moment to finally happen. It's like a Nick and Jess kind of situation, like, from New Girl or, like, a Chandler Monica situation where it's, like, fucking finally. Like, we've been dying for this to happen. Uh, and then there's other times where it's just – it shifts everything. And I've also been that dynamic, too, where it's just, like, okay, now it's awkward. Um, right. It's almost, like, kind of cringe. Like, you don't know how to act – Around. Well, and usually they don't know how to act around yeah, everybody right. else. Like, like you're you're acting normally, like you normally would banter mm-hmm. with them, and then the dynamic's just totally different. Yeah. Especially, you- I feel like, when it's a female and male friendship, and then, like, mm-hmm. another person is entering that. Mm-hmm. Um, were yeah. you ever set up by anybody? I was, actually. When we were... When you were talking, I remembered um, my senior year of high school, one of my friends set me up with my ex. And that is how we first met and dated. Oh. We went on, we went on like, so we, we both were involved in chorus in high school. He went to a different high school than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was this thing called All County Chorus and like all of the high schools would get together and certain people from okay. the choir would like go and be a part of like a big county choir. Um, and so I was in like a smaller version, but I still went in, um, like I was in more of like an ensemble group, not the big county choir. Um, so I went to the same event. We just sang, it was like a smaller, I don't know how to describe it. It was a smaller group, but we sang at the same concert. Um, so we were there all day and she introduced me to him at like at lunch cause they like provided lunch. We got to sit out in the high school's like courtyard or whatever, um, and I thought he was super cute and some, I, I can't remember. It's like, she gave him my number or something, something weird happened. And we went out on like three dates and he told me he loved me. And I was like, oop, too fast. Um, <laughs> should have known that was the first red flag. <laughs> and then like two years later, we like dated for, uh, then for like five years. Um, so yeah, I actually was set I'll up with him. I'll never forget that. I'll never yeah. forget that. Yeah. That whole situation was odd. Um, but yeah, I, that was the only I think that's the only time I've been set up. Um, I was thinking of your prom date. Oh, God. That was a mis- that was an awkward. Uh, he was so in love with me. And I, like, everyone made me feel so bad. And 
you I guys, was there. you guys like held me <laughs> captive because I was trying to avoid him because I knew he was going to ask that me. That was like the first month. But you I, and I like, remember met. because I wanted to go with my other guy friend who I like, yeah. like him and I like really like liked each other, but like never would let it go anywhere. Um, yes. And he was going to ask me, and he got really upset that I said yes to the other guy. It was just very. It was a high school was a terribly awkward. I wanted to date all of my guy friends. I'll That's basically what forget. happened. I'll <laughs> never forget. Everybody had like hyped him up to come ask you out, basically to ask you like to be like to go with you to prom. Like everybody, all of us. And I'll never forget. We're standing outside in the student parking lots and he comes up and I'm standing there and like me and you've only like known each other for like a month at I'm this like, point. I'm like, I have I to go, I have to go, I have to go. I was like totally ab- avoiding. Because you were trying, you were trying to avoid him. Yes. You were trying to avoid him before he came out. You were trying to get in your car and leave before he came out because you knew. Because we were leaving rehearsal pre- or we were going to rehearsal, we we're going to eat or something. It was, it was, we were gearing to go eat before rehearsal. That's what it was. It was like, we were going yes. to do something before rehearsal and I was like, we have to go. Like, I cannot, I can't say no because I like could not say no to him because he was and such he a nice up, guy. He came up and put his <laughs> arm around you and I was like, like it's so awkward it's and he put so his like arm around your neck I was like hey hey so uh you want to go with me to prom and like, I was just trying to be so cool and you looked at me and like all of us and like with panic like and I was like like shaking my head yeah sure yeah oh my gosh and he was so kind and he lived like two houses down from me so like I couldn't say no <laughs> we were neighbors and, you're like, and we were neighbors okay. Oh man! No, and it was so funny because like I was trying to use him to make Blaine jealous at prom because (laughs) he because okay so like that's the funniest thing because I wanted him to ask me again that year and he went with another girl with my name and it was very it was very not great it was just not a great yeah that guy is gonna make Blaine jealous I know I was (laughs) like I picked the wrong date. The other one, yeah, mine have. The other one, the other one would have because like him and I always had a thing um, in high school. So that would have made, that would have probably made him jealous. But yeah, it was just terrible. That was the worst year of my life. That was the worst prom of my life. And then senior year, I went with You could have said no and gone with me. You could have said no and gone with me. I know I should have. It would have been so much more fun. Because I was in an all girl group. Yes, it would have been. It would have been so much more fun. But no, senior year was fun because I went with William. (laughs) Yes. Yes, little old him. Little William. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. No, that was terrible. Uh, that setup was terrible, and I will never, ever let y'all live it down for holding me there. Because I was like, we well, gotta go. I think we gotta go. We gotta a, go. But that's a scenario of where it's like, clearly there was miscommunication amongst friends to where we all thought you would have been fine with it and cool with it, and... You didn't speak up, or I also didn't know no, you. <laughs> I didn't speak up, and I knew the other guy wanted to ask me, and I was nervous about going with him, but I wanted to go with him. Mm-hmm. So I was I was waiting for him to ask me, and then the guy in front of the <laughs> in front of the parking lot asked me first, and it was just one of those things where I just like I felt trapped, and I felt like if I had said no, I would have literally broken his heart. And he was such a nice guy. And I yeah. was like, ah, it, and it was fine. It was fun. And we got to go with our friends and it was great. Yes. But I was just like. Because you were in the same prom group as the guy that I was in love with. And I, the, the guy that I wanted to ask me Did out. I tell you about after prom? Somehow him and I ended up on the trampoline and we were talking yes, about like yes. all kinds of random stuff. It was so random. Like that whole yes. night was so random. I was so ready to go home. I like called my parents. I was like, can you come get me? Like I'm not staying here. Like I need to go. But. Um, <laughs> oh, man. But that is a good example of, I think if you're going to set your friends up, make sure both parties are consentful to it and want to be set up and like ask them like ahead of time, like, hey, like, you know, I think so-and-so is like really into you, like, and they like really want to ask you out. I wanted to see like, that's fine if I was able to like, you know, give them like the green light and kind of do that. Instead of just, like, going behind your friend's back. I think that's kind of, like, one-on-one. Like, don't surprise your friend. Like, if you know another one is into the other one, I think it's great to go ahead and give them a heads up. And because here's the thing, too. This is a scenario where it's, like, yes, maybe it's a secret. Maybe the other friend doesn't want the other friend to know that they are into each other. And I understand that. However, the other friend, friend A may be into friend B. And friend A's told you that they are into friend B. 
and they are they want to ask friend B out, but they're nervous that the friend B doesn't like them or is not into them, and it's just like a bad idea because especially if we're talking like close circle kind of thing, and if friend A doesn't want that out, I think you have to understand that like yes, friend A doesn't want that out. They want to have their secret and privacy, but friend B may be afraid to say something. And I think it's, I think it's fine to be like, just, Hey, I, I heard that plant the idea in their head. Like, Hey, I heard that maybe friend days into you. What's your opinion on that? I would have not, loved if somebody would have done this in college and I would not have made myself look like a dumbass when yeah. I told friend B that I had feelings for him and he was like, I'm not ready for a relationship. Like, you don't have to say that friend wants to ask you out. Just say, like, hey, like, I think so-and-so is into you. Like, what is your opinion on that? Because they were like, you should talk to him. You should talk to him. And I was like, I kind of wish I would have talked to him behind my back. And then just, like, (laughs) told me then to. I am. I'm always down for the tea. I'm always down for gossiping. And I feel like. I feel like there's there's a difference between talking about somebody behind their back and trying to help them decide if their decision is a good decision. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that there's good intentions behind it. I think it comes from a place of, I want to encourage you to do this if I know, not that the outcome is going to go the way that you expect, but like I don't want to encourage you to do something if that person is totally going to shut you down. And I know for a fact that yes. that person is not into you at all. If you, if that's something like if you go into that knowing it and you're like, okay with that, you just want to put it all out there so that you don't have any regrets. That's totally fine. But I think it's almost like, I wish that I had known that he wasn't into me because I would have rather just stayed friends. It made it awkward. Like we could never go back to how we were prior to that because it was like, he knew that I had more than just friend feelings for him. So it just made it really uncomfortable and really awkward. And, like, I don't have any regrets. Like, I'm glad I said it. But at the same time, it was just, like, I wish somebody would have just told me no. It's awkward when you're in a friendship, like, group dynamic like that. Yeah. But I think also, too, getting permission regardless, like, don't set up your friend who doesn't want to be set up with anybody. Like, just because they are single doesn't mean that they want to be in a relationship. So, like, Mm -hmm. it's great if, like, you meet somebody and you're like, oh, my God, this guy would be perfect for Emily. Like, I need to set them up. Maybe I don't want to be set up. Maybe I'm fine. Yeah. And I now had to deal with that because you now this guy's hitting me up and everything. And now I had to deal with that when, like, I didn't want to deal with that in the first place. Right. So I think that that just getting that permission first. So, you know, the, the, I think this, you should meet this person. I think you guys would be great. And if they say, mm, no, like, don't just ambush them with an impromptu setup. Like, don't ambush them. with in, And I mean that, like, with text message, with Instagram DM, with, like, in-person kind of thing. Like, don't ambush them in any kind of way because now that's an issue that they had to deal with that they didn't ask to deal with. Right. And I feel like this is something that is, like, heavily prevalent during holiday season, especially if you go, like, yes. home for the holidays or, like, you're going back to your hometown or, like, your mom's best friend's son is single and they want to set you up. Like, I just feel like mm-hmm. it, like when if you're going to go home for the holidays and this is something that you know you're going to run into, like, going ahead and setting it up like, hey, I'm not interested in this at all. I am yeah, not I mean, interested in being set up. I live in so-and-so. I'm not going to be – I'm not going to move back here. Like, it's just not something yes. that I want. And you then if you set it up like that – You've seen every holiday movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You've seen <laughs> where every they, holiday where movie. They leave, where they leave the guy that works too much who's, like, building a life for their future for the guy who's, like, standing outside of the, like, Christmas store with, like, yes. you know, like, every, the candy canes. <laughs> every mom in every Hallmark movie is like, oh, let me set you back up with your ex, Johnny. It's like, I don't want to like, – I don't need Johnny. I got Adam and Adam's building a future for me. Okay. Like, (laughs) like you don't. And so like, that's the thing too. I think going into the holidays, going into those situations and just making it known, like, Hey, like I'm not, I'm not interested in that because now if you ambush me with that, now I got to reject the person. And like you, you don't want to like for you, if it was me, I have no problem with that. But like you, like I would never want to do that to you because like, like you said, like with your prom date, like we, we pushed this guy to kind of ask you out and you were like, I didn't want him to like, and now I had to reject him, and and I, don't I just do don't, that. and so I just go, and I <laughs> have a yeah. good time because, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm good at rejecting people when it's like my decision to, but when yes. it's like something like that, where but you it's don't like, have to feel bad, for right? Doing it. Well, and like in the moment when things happen like that, I am like the absolute worst. It's something that I have to like take the time to come to like, okay, this is how I'm going to like gently or not gently tell them that I don't want this anymore. But like, 
if somebody were to be like, hey, this this is so-and-so, he's single, yada, yada, like, y'all should go out on a date, or, like, him immediately asked me out, like, I would just be like, sure, and then, yeah, like, like I would, guy- it would be like a pity yes, almost, because it's like, I don't want to yes. tell you no yes. in front of our entire family when I'm home, like, it's just like, yeah. it's a pity well, yes. especially, I don't want to have to be in a situation where a guy comes up to me and it's like, oh, Hannah, like, told me to, like, reach out to you, and then would you want to go to a date? And, and I like say we no. had never talked about it. <laughs> we never talked about it. I'm gonna yell at you. You're gonna you're and gonna then, call me and be like, bitch, what the? <laughs> and then it's also like he's gonna I'm gonna tell him no, and then he's gonna have to go back to you and be, and be like, like, why did what you? The fuck? Right, because it just makes it awkward for like then you, the person who set them up without knowingly setting them up, is the one that's getting all the shit because you did yes. something that nobody wanted. <laughs> yes. You created exactly. a problem. You meddled so. where you shouldn't have meddled. Exactly. There's different times. Now, if it's a situation where your friend's like, oh, like, I really want to meet somebody, but I, I'm sick of getting on the apps. I'm sick of meeting strangers at bars. Do you know anyone? There Full is, rain. That is your open floor. Full rain. Yeah. Let, b- dig out the address book and everything <laughs> like they did like, in Sex in the City. Bring out the little black book and be like, Okay, here's so-and-so. Like, Go through your Instagram followers as you're deleting people you no longer speak to and see who's a good candidate. Like, You have full permission then to do that because they're that mindset. But if somebody has already drawn that boundary, don't cross it. Uh, Yeah. Also, you have to make sure that you're choosing a good match. Like, not just because Brian is single and so is Sarah. I'm going to set them up. Like, Brian and Sarah may be, like, complete opposites and not get along. And you don't want to create that, like, just unnecessary thing just because both people are single. Like, I think if you have somebody who is really, like, career-driven, they may not want to be with somebody who is, you know, wants the you know, wants a wife that's always going to be at home kind of situation and take care of the kids. It's like, no, like, she has her own thing. She travels a lot. Like, she's going to be really absent a lot. Like, if you're dating somebody who really, you know, likes to spend quality time with this person and likes to always be around them, they're not going to be a good match. So I think taking time into consideration of senses of humor, relationship goals, professional yeah. status. Mm-hmm. Like, because some people, like, they like a certain status, and that's totally fine. Um... Children, divorced, not divorced, like those kind of situations. I think you have to take all those into retrospect, like because you are now tender for them, and True. you are now hinge, and there's a whole algorithm that you got to come up with now to make sure that you find them a good match because that's a lot of pressure, and I think that's why a lot of people are afraid to also set up people too because that's added pressure that they don't have to deal with. However, I always liked having that pressure because I was like, I get all the credit if they work out. <laughs> And then you and also that's are like, wanted. why did you, sh- why did you, uh, I don't know, meet them or whatever. Um, yeah. Also, oh, I was going to say something. I can't remember. It'll well, come back. I was going to say also, my thing is, and this is something that I learned recently because, not that I learned recently, but over the past couple of guys that I've dated, Normally, I had friends that would try to, like, set me up with guys who were much younger than me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember in college, there was a lot of, uh, my friends had a lot of guy friends who were a lot younger than me that were into me. And they wanted to, you know, ask me on a date. And they tried to set me up with them. And I said, no, ew, they're so much younger than me. I'm not interested. And then as I got older, like, I started dating younger guys. And I was into that. And my friend was like, what the fuck? Like, I tried to sit up with a guy years ago that was so much younger than you. And you were disgusted by that. I vote... That if you are a woman entering, like, your, like, early 30s, your late 20s, your, um, your 40s, like, don't say no to younger men. I, you know me, I'm a proponent of this. I think they, uh, you know, you, maybe you want someone who is their own age. As long as this person is ambitious and, like, financially independent and has their shit together, I say it's free reign. Like, I don't think that the age thing should be a hindrance into whether or not if you should set these two people up. Like, I think that there is a chance these two people, without you, they probably would have never met because of the age difference. And so I think this is a great opportunity, yeah. you know, to have this, this chance. I mean, because honestly, like, if I was at a bar, now, I've had younger guys come up to me and hit on me, but, like, I'm not going to go up to that older guy and hit on them because I'm going to assume that they're married or something. I'm going to assume they're probably already in a relationship that they're not going to be interested in someone much younger than me. But if you knew a guy who was like 40 years old and you think that we could probably emotionally be compatible, like there's no other scenario where we're probably going to meet. So a friend 
could be that like merger in a way that like gets these people introduced to each other. So that is something where yes, take their personal preferences like into mind and all that, but also like if they're not against dating somebody younger or older, like I think it's worth, you know, giving them a shot because these are two people, like I said, who probably in any other scenario in the world may not have ever met and you could figure out that maybe, hey, this is, I'm the way they're, they're going to meet. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it definitely does. And I feel like too, like you can learn a lot from somebody who is younger than you or who is older than you, especially, especially because they're in totally different places in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know a lot of people who are dating like divorced men right now or divorced women right now um, just because for some reason our age group is getting married really young and then getting divorced young too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of more of like a, um, I don't know, it's more prevalent. And I think mm-hmm. that you can learn a lot from somebody who's already been through like a marriage and like a marriage that didn't work out. Um, and they've probably learned a lot from that too. So you may have a better dating experience by dating somebody who's in a different position than mm-hmm. you are in life because they may have grown up or, you know, learned from mistakes or learned from past things or changed how they are going to react in relationships. And as for like younger people, I think they're full of life. And I feel like sometimes like when you are getting, you know, a little bit older, like you kind of forget about that and you forget about being like spontaneous and fun and exciting. And so I think that's a nice like refresher too to like consider. Um, and I also don't really think age matters unless it's like freaking John Mayer, Taylor Swift situation. Like, you know, like, like, I think that's a, like, you know, a hard, a hard no, but like, I'm 29, you know, you're 29, I'm post, if somebody, I'm post somebody 40, exactly. If somebody's, you know, 35 and, you know, they think they're a great fit for you. Like, why, why the heck not? Like you're close enough, but you're also mm-hmm. far apart. Like you're in different, um, it's only situations 10 years and, for me, yeah. like 10 years, like when you're below 21, no. Absolutely not. Yeah. But, like, I'm also not going to date a 21-year-old either. Like, younger. Right. Like, for me, like, I, 25 is, like, the youngest I would date at my current age. Yeah. But uh, I, I I, I don't see anything wrong for me dating somebody. Like, now, it sounds weird to be like, oh, I'm dating somebody who's 40. It's only, like, 10 years older than me at this current age. So, that's not a huge shift for me because now I'm, I have a stable job. I am, you know, really successful in my position to where if I was to date somebody who is around that age, man-wise, they're probably ready for, like, a commitment at that point. Hopefully, maybe. Who knows? They're probably 30 mentally. So, you know, we're going to be more on a similar playing field. Um, Also, like, I would just don't recommend people if you cannot, like, show them good pictures. Because here's the thing. I'm not going to go out with somebody. Yeah. If you cannot, like, I don't want you to sell me on the person. Like, I want you to rather, like, describe the person, like, how you would to your own parents in a way. Like, what are this person's, like, personality? What are their core values? Like, build up their resume a little bit more. Don't sell me on, like, their looks or, like, that they're funny. Any kind of typical descriptors because like, it doesn't Like, very subjective about- things. Like, yes. skip that for me. Yeah. Like, if you can show me, like some pictures of this person and then describe to me like how they are like around like their friends especially if you're good friends with this person i would hope that you're able to describe them well and that's the kicker you can tell you can tell if somebody really knows somebody by how they talk about them versus if they just like know of them i'm not gonna date somebody that you just know of unless somebody can highly speak about them but like if you can't if you can't sell them to me in the sense of like talk very like more in depth then I'm not sure I want to like waste my time unless yeah. like somebody else can yeah and it's a situation where I think a lot of people are more prone to want to maybe date someone that their friends know because they think oh like there's an accountability factor to it like you're not some stranger so like you probably won't ghost me because then I'm gonna go say it back to Hannah that you ghosted me and then you're gonna have to deal with that reputation of it all and then you're gonna look a dick and no one wants that like there you have that accountability factor to it so I think the better friend you are like the higher that is so you don't have to worry about that but yeah. you just have to be full disclosure about them like if there's any deal breakers or there's any red flags that you as a friend are aware of mm-hmm. like you should do the due diligence and tell that friend like hey like I really want to sit you up with this person this person really likes you. X, Y, and Z about them. Like, they're really great. However, they have 
cheated on a girl in the past or like they're a great person or, um, you know, they have been kind of flaky. I have heard on dates before. They're a great mm-hmm. person. I love them. Like I love hanging out with them. They are so sweet. They're so gentle. But his mom is kind of toxic. So like you have to like, I think if you know these red flags, like you should give the, your friend that full disclosure. Oh, definitely. If you don't, that's so shitty of you as a friend, I think. Because yeah. you're now like going to have to like let this friend be surprised by that. And that's the last thing I want to do is make my friend be surprised by that kind of situation. Anytime I've set up a friend in the past, I was like, hey, like this guy's great. He's funny and everything. But like I personally didn't get along with him because he kind of meddled into my own relationship. And he kind of has these X, Y, and Z problems that I don't particularly like. If that's not a big deal to you and that's not a deal breaker for you, Go right ahead, but I just want to let you know ahead of time. I think he's great. He's a good friend, but this is what he's like in relationships that I know of. So right, right, kind of like especially go if at you've seen like especially if you've seen that person in a relationship before, yes. you can kind of give them the like forewarning, like, hey, this is what you know, this is kind of what happened, or this is how I saw it from my perspective, or this is how he treated me when he was in X Y Z relationship, yes. et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Yeah, yes. and just be clear about how you know them too. Like, you, I dated somebody that you dated, and, like, you dated him in high school, and then I dated him in college, and you didn't tell me. You just, I was just so assumed that he was a friend of yours, and you didn't tell me. And I was like, bitch, you could have saved me time. (laughs) And we swapped saliva. (laughs) Disgusting. (laughs) No, it was, I told you, it wasn't even enough of, like, dating for it to even count. Uh, But still, you could have saved me. People told him that he could do better than me, so... Oh my god! Yeah, it just was a toxic situation in all he was an in and of itself. Um, yeah, I know, but you know he could still do better than me. <laughs> Those people not are no longer alcoholism in my- makes you a bad person, but like he was not a good person. Those people that said that are no longer in my life. Um, and as soon as I found out about that, I ended things because I was like, I'm not dealing with these people that you love so much who were talking shit about me after two or three dates. Absolutely yeah. not. So, yeah. um, yeah. But I think, yeah, you just, it's important to be upfront about how you met them and how, like, you know them to avoid, like, any, like, misunderstandings. Like, we were friends in college and we just recently reconnected, like, when I saw right. him recently. Or, like, in um, our situation, I should have said, yeah, he's great, but I, like, dated him, you know, a couple times. Like, and I, I like, should have oh, been more okay. clear about how, you know. Because that, that would have been, bit. like, you probably would have been, like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> I would have. I'm not going I there. <laughs> I would have. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not going to go there then because clearly. Clearly there's so, a reason that you did not continue on. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and if this person you're setting your friend up with means a lot to you, let them know that too. Like mm-hmm. let them know how important this other person is into your life. And so I think that just kind of like adds to like, okay, like, well, like if Hannah really cares about this person and they're really that person important to their life, like. I would treat the relationship differently. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be, like, toxic, I guess, in a way. Good. It's I'm almost glad. like you, you kind of kind of treat it like you're dating your friend's sibling, I think. Yeah, if, if that, if that's how they If that's how they kind of describe them, like, that's how close they are. Like, I'm not going to be, like, I'm going to make sure I'm on my best behavior because I want that to reflect well on me and my friend. So I think, I just think that you have that kind of, again, accountability to the situation. Yeah. Um, I think... I've never been in a situation where the person's also like, done a blind date. I have been asked before if it's if I want to do a blind date, but the person picks the venue for me and everything. No, but thank you. I'm trying to think if I would enjoy that or not. Well, because you're so- super anti like going to dinner for the first date, and I feel like that's what a lot yes. of people do. So I feel like if somebody set you up in that situation, you would absolutely hate it because you'd yes. feel trapped. Yes. Trapped by the time yeah. of how long Tell everything. Tell me to meet them at a bar and then fine. Yeah. Fine. That's we'll pick, fine. We'll pick your favorite bar and then it'll be fine. But but I'm thinking like, what about a party situation? Because mm. I've also done that. Where like met someone I, like, at a throw- party? No, I was throwing a party and I invited these two people to, to come to to both this party and I introduced them at that party. And that was a pretty successful, I, I think. I feel like that is more like casual a casual meeting yes. and takes the pressure off of them because then like you get them in the same room and then they can decide if they want to like continue on to a date. I think that's yes. a better way to do it. And they did. They mm-hmm. did. It was really great. I think that was one of the more relaxed ways to do it because then 
if they don't enjoy it, like there's a party they can easily leave the conversation and go talk to somebody else or, right. you know, I just think it's a little bit more chilled instead of like immediately starting off with a one-on-one. And I think you can do a dinner party. You can do like a normal house birthday party, which is what I did. It was like a birthday party situation. And I think it was just a much more relaxed. You can also do and like you're all, all your friends are going on a night out. And you yeah. ask this one person yeah. to come along, too. I think that's also great. Just more of a group setting. It just feels, like, more authentic and more natural. Well, it's it kind of ta- like it takes away from the, like, blind setting you up. And it also yes. takes away from the, like, having to use the apps. But it's still, like, a natural way to meet yes. someone out in the real world. And, like, yes, yes you still kind of have a, like, play in it. But, like you said, totally less pressure. Like, you definitely yeah. don't have to vibe with them. But, like, I'm, I'm presenting you an opportunity to meet this person off the apps and off a blind date. And then from then, like from there on, you can kind of make your own decisions. Yeah. Like I'm going to give you the playing field and how you f- like do the rest of exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. to you. <laughs> like yes. I don't care what plays you make, but I'm just going to give you the field. <laughs> yes. I think that's a great way. Like if you really want your, these two friends to meet, I think also too, like if you, these two people are single, they want a date, but you haven't told them that each, the other one's into the other one. And you kind of want to be a little bit more sneakier about it. That is also a good way to be sneakier about it, too. Because mm-hmm. it's not as, like, so much pressure. It's kind of, like, in the moment, like, oh, hey, like, Georgia, I think you would really like John. Like, let me, like, introduce you to John really quickly. Yeah. And then you can kind of see in that moment how it works out. Right. And I will say, too, the convenience of having, like, a little bit of alcohol will make everybody feel, like, a little bit more relaxed in that situation, too. And mm-hmm. they're not going to be feel pitch and hold to that conversation. However, make sure they don't get too drunk because then True. it's not going to work out for anybody. And, that's and on a selfish note, like, it'd be kind of nice to be able to kind of watch it unfold. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> that's why I did it. Like, I would want to be, like, in the corner, like, okay, I think they're vibing. Okay, never mind. That did not go so well. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're right there for those friends, too. Right, like they need right. to come talk to you and, like, get advice really quickly. I think mm-hmm. that's also great. So, yeah. yeah, I 100% do a party situation, do a night out dinner party thing. It's going to work fantastically a lot better yeah. than less any pressure. other kind of way. We like yeah. the less pressure. And less vibe. pressure for them to have to reach out to the person and kind of things like that. Like, you're kind of just taking that burden off of them, and you're really being cupid at that point, and... There's something more than there's something I love more than being Cupid, um, <laughs> but at the same time, one reason why I like I said earlier, like I like taking credit, you know, because I introduced them and everything. But you know, don't get your expectations up so high. Don't think that oh my god, like that's gonna it's gonna work out because I think if like the when Harry met Sally situation, like the friends get so excited yes, that yes. they're gonna work out and it's gonna get make everything's gonna make sense and you know you're not gonna have to worry about you know your friends being like a single anymore. Don't start writing your maid of honor speech yet. You don't know what's going to happen. So just, you know, take it day by day. Like, you did your part, and now just let them take the reins. That's all you did was introduce them. Let them take the reins from there now. Don't meddle into the relationship. Don't get too involved in those kind of things. Like, let them figure it out like it was any other relationships. Yeah. No, that's great. And then I feel like you can ask them afterwards, like, what do you think of them? Like, you don't have to... And you don't have to. Bom- I wouldn't bombard them with like, "Aren't they so great?" Like, I yes. would just kind of like see how they feel. Like, let them be the ones to kind of make their own opinion of the situation and the person. Yes, only in a fear if there's like confusion. Like, if they're if like one of them is unsure how the other one felt after that first date, I think that's the only time you can interfere. Really, yeah. After let that, them, you're but- just meddling. Yes, but if does if it doesn't work out, it's not your fault. That's true, the thing. true. Like, they are their own independent people. All you did was just, like, refer your friend like you would to a dentist or, like, a therapist or something. <laughs> like, it's like if I recommended you, like, a lash girl to go to. Like, just because, That's true. Like, like, if I didn't you like got that lashes? specific one, like, you know, there's more people. It's not there's my, my it's, not, it's not my, yeah. You, just because you didn't have a good experience doesn't mean that, like, it's my fault or anything like that. Right. Like, everyone's experience is different. So I think that's how you had to, ref- like, think of it. Like, how you would refer any other thing. It's some people just are unpredictable and how, you may know them as a friend. You may not really know them how they are in relationships because you've only seen from, like, a third point of view. Now, if you're sending somebody with your ex, that's, that's a, a bad completely idea. different Red story. flag and on your friend. Red <laughs> you flag do that. on that friend. <laughs> and that's another thing too. You should you make sure that you're happy if things work out because if you're jealous at all, 
Yeah. You should never have set them up in the first place, and that's just terribly bad. Like, the only reason you should set two people up is because you think that they would like each other. And if there's any other motivation, it could ruin the friendship between all three of you. And that's just not something that you should be getting involved in. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to set up your ex and just, I would introduce the situation where, like, if any of my friends dated any of my exes, there's only one where I would be very upset about. All the other ones... I've told you everything that happened. If you want to go there, go right ahead with your own discretion. But, like, you know how bad they were. Are you sure about that? <laughs> like, I think we need to do, like, a mental health checkup on you first. I just don't know and- if I could be cordial <laughs> enough to the ex when we all were hanging no, I, out. No, that's the thing. I don't like, want to I, would, not- I don't want to have to interact with them, so I'm not going to set you up with my ex. Because exactly. I don't want them in my life. <laughs> so exactly. They're an like, ex I'm for not- a reason. <laughs> I'm not jealous that you're dating them. I'm just all. probably not going to hang out with you when you're with them. I'm just going to be mad that I had to deal with my fucking ex again. Like, yep. unless me and that ex ended on really good terms for where we're friends. Mm-hmm. But there's only been, like, a handful of relationships that's happened. One of them was from high school. And, like, I truly wouldn't mind if yeah, any of my friends I fi- yeah, dated I that can, guy. I agree with that. Like, you know yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. He's a yeah. good friend. I really would have no problem whatsoever. And I wouldn't have any problem with him coming back into my life because we both agreed when we ended that we should have stayed friends. And I would have no problem if any of my friends started dating him. But, um, yeah, that's the thing. It has to be a situation of where y'all ended and you agreed. We should have probably just been friends. You know, we have literally no feelings for each other whatsoever. It's very, very platonic. But, like, I don't hate spending time with them. Yeah. Yeah. Something you got to really think about yourself in that. Like, you got to be selfish for that one. Like, can you tolerate this person in your life again? And normally it's a scenario where that relationship ended decades ago. So Right. Or it was like a playful middle, like, high school or it was like a very Something. short stint. Like yeah. it was only like a couple dates. It wasn't anything serious. Right. It wasn't right. anything where anybody else got screwed over or anything like that. So um, and you had to treat like any other. But like you definitely shouldn't date your friend's exes without their permission first. Also, we've talked about that like in I think our second episode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Um, but, and that's the thing, too. I had literally no idea. When I dated that guy, I had no idea whatsoever that Hannah had gone a couple dates with him. And, and I had didn't I bring it that, up because it really, yeah. like, was, n- it literally was so minute that I was, like, there's no point in me, like, because like, I, like, at the time you really did, like, you were really interested in him. And I was, like, there's literally no point bringing it up because it was very, like, we went to play, like, putt-putt. You didn't like, care. It was, and you were, it like, was, yeah. I was, like, if you are into him and, like, him and I never really had a falling out. It was, like, the other people around us that had the falling out for us that kind mm-hmm. of, like, made us not work out. And I was like, he's a good guy. Like, I mean, at least he was in that part of my life. So I was like, there's no point in me telling her so that she doesn't explore this if it's something that she's really into because I wasn't into it. Like, so it yeah. just – and I was also in high school. I'm pretty sure yeah. I was still in high school when this happened. Or, like yeah. – first bit of college like I was still yeah. so young now yeah. I probably would have been like okay well let me just let you know <laughs> yeah but, but like there's a couple guys that I've gone on like one or two dates with and like if any of my friends dated those guys I'd be like yeah honestly like go right ahead uh I'm gonna give you a heads up I don't I hate them like I went on a couple dates with them but like we weren't going to work out so like I wouldn't mind having them around but like I can give you some insider tea about this yeah. so like Here's something that I noticed on my couple dates. Maybe you'll notice it, but maybe they've changed. So right, that's that's what I gotta say about it. I mean, just really, just make sure that you're fine with your friends dating, and don't be so upset if it doesn't work out. It's not your fault, and you know if it works out, great, amazing. After that first date, and like after like all that confusion's kind of cleared. Like, just take a step back from it because it's their relationship. Like, don't be that third wheel trying to meddle into, like, all their business and know everything because they know that you know everything already and they're going to probably want to take, like, some separation and not tell you all the tea because they don't want you going back and forth talking between the two. At least I wouldn't. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, um, no, as, like I said, I think for the survival tip, it would be, you know, I think it's a great idea to set your friends up, especially in this day and age when not everybody likes to meet on the dating apps. Just make sure you have your friends' consent and make sure you're doing it in a genuine way because you think these two people would genuinely make a great couple, not just because you want to 
make your friend get into a relationship or uh, you just want somebody off your back or whatever it may be. I think it's fine to be Cupid. I think it's a great rewarding experience when you can see two friends get along. It's like anytime you see two normal your friends like connect and get along, it's always great. Um, but, yeah. uh, it's not all, all you're doing is just introducing them. All you're doing is hitting them with a love arrow. If it works out, then amazing. If it doesn't, it's not your fault. Love it. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bye.